minutes early, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, and so far, uh, there's two of us here, and we'll certainly welcome more if they come. Um, and uh, so, anyhow, I guess we're officially starting a little bit early. So, and it's streaming to Facebook now. Oh, um, okay. So uh, somebody might join with that, or they might just watch it on Facebook. Um, okay. So I'm using a platform that I like, meetin.com. Um, you found it pretty easy to join, right, Keith? Yeah, real easy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and it allows me to stream at the same time as I'm recording and hosting the plan, uh, the program. So the first five minutes, I'm not going to really do a lot because <laughs> it officially starts at five. Uh, but Keith, if you had uh, any little question that you wanted answered now, that'd be fine. Um, if, okay, if you, if you just published your first book, what would you... Uh... Oh, Whoa. I want to see it. Okay. There this, we go. This is a, a proof, so it has a mark across the center. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's I about gotta, parenting. Yeah. Is, that, is the wording right for you? I, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and I have it on Amazon. I don't. Yeah. Yes, I, I should. Well, this is an older edition, but there's I have, that. I have that on the ebook. Yeah. yeah That's the sixth edition. And oh, wow. I have a few copies behind me. So uh well with parenting, you know, it's it's like any special topic interest. Uh I presume you've joined some of the Facebook parenting groups. Yes, I have. And have you joined any of the LinkedIn Facebook groups? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Getting ready. I, I would do. I would do both. Oh, here comes one more, Heidi. Hello, Heidi. She's just a big purple blob, <laughs> <laughs> or square. And now comes in Patty, and she's a big. Oh, there she is. There she is, Patty. Hi, sweetie. Oh, you're so intent, Patty. She might not be hearing us. I know. <laughs> oh, and uh -oh. here comes Freddie Francica. Bop, bip, bop, bip, bop, bip. <laughs> and I guess Heidi's. Okay, that pop hip. That's not gonna work. I wonder if there's a way to to mute that. Oh. Okay. I can mute. Oh. There you go. Yeah, there <laughs> that's good. Hey, Patty. Hi. There you are. Yep. And Heidi. Is, is doesn't have her sound on or her video on, so she wants to remain anonymous. 
asks if we know who she is. We might. <laughs> well, she says her name is Heidi. Yeah, we know that much. <laughs> hey. Hi there, Trisha. Yeah, Trisha. <laughs> Trisha. Uh -huh. So uh, we're getting a group in, and it's almost 5 o'clock. I am uh, streaming this to Facebook. Uh, there goes Freddie again with his. You, you might have to kick that one out. Well, uh, I think he's probably paying attention, but uh, the bip bop doesn't work. <laughs> Ah, and then he keeps wanting to uh, do that, and I don't want that. Freddie, unless you can control the bip-bop sound, uh, I'm going to keep muting your mic. See, it might be a, a robot, one of them. Things. No, I, I know Freddie. I've uh, oh. been following him on Facebook. He's been following me, so... I, I know he's a real person, but I don't know who the bip bop is. <laughs> so, uh, well, welcome, everybody. It is officially 5 o'clock, and it's officially been my 75th birthday for, what is it, 12, 17 hours. Well, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. And my wife gave me the best birthday present uh, today. She said, you're 75. You can be whatever you want. <laughs> and, and, and so she decided that she was going to give me a wonderful sticker. You can't quite see it, but it says that I'm an organic ginger. <laughs> <laughs> she said, here's another gift. So, hi, Sarah. So uh, Sarah's come in without video, but with audio. And Heidi's coming back. She's going to try again. Hello, Heidi. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> I, I, you know, I first thing I do when I wake up this morning, my wife says, "Happy birthday." And I go, oh, I'm 75. <laughs> A baby. And, and, and that's when she told me, you're 75. You can be whatever you want. And that, that made my day. So I, I'm fine now. I can be whatever I want. Who knew? <laughs> ah, so Heidi's still trying to figure out the system, I guess. Sarah's, uh, okay, she muted herself and she put the, uh, and it's not doing video. And that's fine. You don't have to be on if you don't want, uh, you know. I have to be on because I'm so pretty. <laughs> and you're 75. And I'm 75. <laughs> and here comes Heidi. And now she's trying both video and audio. Um, can you hear me? I can hear you, Heidi. Great. Okay. I can't see you. Yeah. But you can hear. We can I can we can hear each other, so that's good. That's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> so and uh, uh Sarah I believe can hear us, uh, but she did mute herself and that's fine. Uh at some point I may mute everybody anyway. 
But uh, I just wanted to, what I do every time, every birthday I have is I try to give something. To me, birthday isn't about getting, it's about giving. And with 75 years of experience behind me, I got a lot to give. <clears throat> and uh, so I just wanted to welcome people here. I, I want you to know that we are streaming live on Facebook. And I'm also recording this to share later. Um, so I hope that doesn't uh, mute your questions if you have some and things like that. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's something that uh, I want to be able to share it later, whatever wisdom you and I put together today. But... Uh, the one thing I did want to talk a little bit about is <clears throat> my new website. I have a website called Book Author Authority. And you can go to bookauthorauthority.com anytime. And you'll see some of the content I'm putting up there. There are two courses I'm going to be teaching. I already announced one course. It's basically uh, a short course on how to get what you want. And it, it's a combination of me and some of my uh, favorite mentors and friends like Jack Canfield, Tony Robbins, Oprah Winfrey, um, and uh, I can't remember the other ones right now, <laughs> Earl Nightingale, Jim Rohn, and so on, people that have inspired me in the past. And uh, so they're good people. And, and so I created this course on, you know, the Book Authority Guide uh, course on getting what you want. Uh, but I am going to be creating two courses. One is a course on how to create courses quickly and easily. Uh, in, in fact, uh, there's Freddie again. We'll see. Uh, ah, there he is. Hi, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> I've fixed it. I like a different browser. Thank you. Yeah. That Bitpop was crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but so I'm I'm going to be teaching a course on how to create a course in ten days or less. An online, an incredible online course in ten days or less. In fact, I've already done one video on how to do create a course in ten minutes or less. And I I actually show you an example of that on the Book Authority. Uh, bookauthorauthority.com website on uh, romantic travel destinations. And I showcase there a hundred romantic travel destinations. And, and I'm gonna give that one away to you. That, that's a fairly simple procedure. All you're doing is in that case is creating a YouTube playlist and then showcasing it. And uh, it's really kind of a neat thing because in 10 minutes, I found 100 romantic travel destinations and was able to share them in a playlist, uh, which you can then feature on your website. You can feature it on YouTube. You can send people directly to the playlist if you want on YouTube. So there's no hosting. That, you know, Doing a playlist like that, you're basically offering something free. It's, it's content that you want to give away to people because you like them and, and you want them to get interested in what you're doing. So, for example, 
if you're a romance novelist, you could create your own romantic travel destinations or romantic food to share or romantic something else. And that way you start to establish your author authority as a romance specialist. And uh, so, you know, I've sort of by default became a romance specialist because I wrote a book on uh, 500 words or less on how on love and romance. Yeah. And I published that. You can find it on Amazon. And uh, so anyway, the, the YouTube playlist is a really nice tool that you can use to give away content. It's not, not your content necessarily. It's just what other people have shared on YouTube. So you look, so I look for romantic travel destinations. I found 10 videos really quickly and I, I put them into a playlist. Real simple and easy, but it's a valuable content thing that you can give away to people. You can also social share it. You can uh, say, you know, sign up for my newsletter. Let's say you're a romance novelist. In this case, if you had a romantic travel destination and you wanted to share it to uh, people. Now, Keith, you showed me earlier that you have a parenting book and you could easily do a, a uh, YouTube playlist of parenting tips. I, I guarantee you there's thousands of them on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. some good some bad you yeah. know but the neat thing is that you can create a playlist of the ones you like the tips you say wow those, those are good tips and share them and then give them away uh, as a tool to get people to sign up for your email newsletter you can also post it to your groups that you've already joined on facebook on parenting mm -hmm. and that's a way to share content to establish your credibility your authority as an authority on parenting. And that's part of what, you know, the whole book author authority uh, website is going to be about. Because the other thing I'm going to teach you is, is another course, which is 15 ways to write a book in a week or less. Not using AI. Um, I'm not that impressed yet with AI. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, I, and yesterday I did buy a couple of programs to test out more AI stuff, but so far <clears throat> I'm not really impressed with the content that AI comes up with. Um, now it could be, you know, it's a matter of you using the AI correctly and, and really making the AI be honest. <laughs> incredible because you're staking your own reputation on the content that's being created so <clears throat> for example in the playlist that i created for romantic travel destinations i made sure that the tips that i shared were good ones you know so i looked at the videos i watched them you know i so that took more than 10 minutes i collected the videos put them in the playlist and then i went back and checked each of the videos to make sure that they're not, you know, I didn't want a video that was sending people the, you know, uh, a player, uh, you know, some sort of sex player website or, you know, trading partners website or th something like that, because that wasn't my intention. I wanted the romantic travel destinations to be for people who are going on a honeymoon, who want to uh, share a second honeymoon, 
or thinking about uh, taking a vacation together, things like that. So to me, I really wanted it to be about romance and not about sex. So I was careful that the videos that I chose were compatible with that. So, and Patty, I know you have your great travel guide and you could easily find, I bet, 10 YouTube videos about travel in Oregon and Washington and make yeah. a playlist of uh, uh, 10 videos that way. And I would keep it to about 10 videos. Um, <clears throat> I, I have uh, one playlist. It's a personal playlist I have of Christmas songs. And I got probably 20 or 30 on that list, but that I'm not, I'm not sharing. But if you went to me, follow me, you'd, you'd see my playlist and you could follow it if you wanted to. Uh, that's one of the things when you create a playlist, you either make it private, in which case nobody can see it, or you make it public and then anybody can see it. But at the same time, you can still share it. You can still give it away. You can still have it uh, increase your credibility as an authority on that subject or a nearby subject to what you want to be an authority on. Uh, I bet, you know, I know there are videos on YouTube for parenting, for example, and some apparently are really bad. There was one woman that, who used to be famous on YouTube for parenting tips, and apparently she beat her kids. Oh, and uh, uh, her channel, I think, now is gone. But, you know, so, you know, who's an expert? Um, the thing is, if you create content that's credible, you start to build your authority, and that's what it's all about. Uh, however you want to do it. And, and doing a playlist is one way to do that. And it's really quick and easy. I mean, I literally created, created 100 tra romantic travel destinations in less than 10 minutes. So it's not that hard to do, and it does give some good content. Now, I did, as I said, <clears throat> As I said, I did have to go back and I wanted to look at all the videos to make sure they were compatible. Uh, you know, one of the videos shared something like 30 romantic destinations. So, you know, I had to watch it. That was a longer one. Some of them were shorter. Uh, so again, you know, you would want to look at that. Again, depending on the kind of authority that you want to have. I'm going to, uh, so I, I created the, as a test case, I created the online course on uh, getting what you want. The book authority course, book authority course on getting what you want. And I tested it and I, I saw it took me less than 10 days. It actually took me about a week to create it. And that's with all the other things I'm doing. So it's, it's not like I was full time. That was about an hour a day for 10 days uh, to make it really nice looking and, and uh, put additional content besides the videos that I share there. And again, in that course, I'm sharing YouTube videos that are publicly available and publicly shareable. But I added additional content. And of course, I ran my own introduction of it. For those of you who get my email newsletter, you know that I did a, a video uh, podcast <clears throat> on uh, John Kramer on getting what you want. 
And the basic thing there, my basic idea is you get what you give. If you want to receive money, you have to give out money. You have to give out wealth. You have to give out value. If you want romance, you have to give out love and kindness and things like that. So depending on what you want, you have to give. And that is really, to me, the main secret of getting what you want. And so that's the introductory uh, lesson in that course of mine. Uh, and then, of course, Jack Canfield, Earl Nightingale, Oprah Winfrey, Tony Robbins, uh, and uh, five or six other people. Uh, I shared videos of theirs that I love, good content. So, and then I shared a lot of quotes from each one of those authors, uh, sharing what they had to say so that I added content besides the video to the course. Uh, and I'm doing another course, uh, which I'm almost done with. The only thing I have to do now is create my own videos on how to pray. Stacy Ballinger. Uh, Sarah was uh, speaking to someone else, I think. Uh, either that or a video wasn't up high enough. Um, <clears throat> so I, I muted her because it was distracting. Um, so... I'm doing a, a, the second course is a course on how to pray because I've, I, I've created a book on uh, prayer groups around the, uh, around the country, about uh, 100 and 150 prayer groups where you can, you can call in or you can go online and get prayer for whatever your need is. My wife uses, uh, you know, it was, an, I was inspired by my wife, Gail, because she, always wants prayer for all the things that she says, you know, they're, they're tough. Uh, you know, she has some problem or something. And so she wants people to uh, do it. Um, okay. Okay. I thought something was coming in over chat, but apparently not. Um, okay. So, I started to create a list for her, and then it just ballooned, ballooned from there. And I found all these wonderful churches and uh, and so on that create, uh, that offer prayer groups. You know that will pray for you, and you can in some cases you put uh, uh, it online and you'd say, you know, uh, could you pray for me? My husband has this or whatever or I'm not feeling well, or I have an operation coming up, things like that. So I created a directory of prayer groups. And so I want to become an expert on prayer. And I also have a book about how to pray. So I created this course on how to pray. And so that'll be coming up. I'll be releasing that uh, probably in the next week. Uh, so that's another thing. And uh, so it's really kind of fun uh, starting to think about how to create an create authority for yourself, and how to become not just an, an and I didn't want to use the word expert because expert implies you really know a lot. You can be an authority on say parenting, 
or love and romance because you're a parent or you have loved and had romantic uh, adventures, whatever. So you don't have to be an expert, but you can be an authority. And that's a little bit different. Experts tend to be more detailed oriented, you know, I think. An authority is somebody that speaks from experience. And I think every book author becomes an authority by writing a book. In my experience, they don't always become an expert because I've seen books that clearly the person is not an expert on their subject, even though they wrote about it. But they can credibly say, I'm an authority on it. So they've increased their credibility. And that's part of uh, what I'm looking for, because I think that that's all part of becoming a successful book author or speaker or even an online marketer or uh, a blogger or a podcaster. You want to increase your authority. One other way you can increase your authority, of course, is to uh, do a podcast or create a, a, a website built around your key term. Sort of like my bookmarketingbestsellers.com website or my bookauthorauthority.com website. These establish me as an authority. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, most of you that have followed me for the last, what is it, almost 40 years now. Uh, I started publishing, writing and publishing in 1984. Orwell predicted I would start. <laughs> he wrote a whole novel about it, 1984. Uh, <laughs> so, I, you know, I've been at it for 40 years. A lot of you know that I know a lot about everything. Uh, well, at least about marketing books. Uh, I like to tell my wife I know a lot about everything, but I haven't convinced her yet. But I've only been married to her for a little bit over 30 years, so I still got time. Uh, so I wanted right now to open it up for questions. Any question on book marketing that you might have. Keith, I know you asked about your uh, parenting book uh, when we were talking right before uh, everybody joined. Yes, uh, on your videos for YouTube, do you have a, a suggested length of time for them? <laughs> that's his book on parenting okay uh for for your own youtube videos or for other people's no for creating a a course a course it or, depends well, on uh, it depends on how you're doing it when i did the course on getting what you want i did not do the transcripts transcripts mean you have to edit the transcripts and that's a lot of work i found out because I did, I did do it for the How to Pray course. I created transcripts for each one. And uh, <clears throat> YouTube does create transcript. If you've noticed, if you watch, look at a video and the person has enabled transcripts, YouTube creates a transcript, but it needs a lot of editing. And um, it takes time. It, takes, it can take hours for a 10-minute video to edit it, the transcript. So, you know, if you go over 10 minutes, I would say don't do transcripts. Now, in my getting what you want, I have uh, videos that are as long as an hour. 
I didn't go more than an hour. There are videos I could have picked that were like two hours long or in one case, nine hours long. <laughs> oh and you don't want to do that because uh, I think the ideal length is really probably five or 10 minutes uh, for most of you in, in the content you want to create and so on. And, and then you choose whether or not you want to do transcripts or not. What about for your playlists? For the playlist, I don't, uh, I tried to keep the most of them short. Okay. Uh, but there was one that was 20 minutes long, I think. That's the one that featured, I think, 50 of them, Romantic Destinations. So it was longer. It had to be because they were featuring a lot of destinations. Yeah. And, uh, but that would be the longest I would do because when I was re-watching that, I fast-forwarded. <laughs> <laughs> And I think you would find that that would be true for most people. You know, in today's world, we're a bite-sized, uh, you know, content, uh, I guess you could say content uh, consumer. So you, you probably noticed that over the last 40 years, the books have become shorter and shorter. Yeah. Not all and of them. <laughs> not, not all of them. I mean, my book is still pretty long. And uh, certainly in fiction, there are a lot of books that are a thousand pages long still and so on. But in nonfiction, they're, they're coming shorter and shorter. And there's a reason for that. And that is that people don't have the time to consume longer video. I mean, longer book. Right. You'd be surprised how many people buy a book and never read it. Or maybe you're not surprised. <laughs> yeah, I have some. Uh, you're just happy they bought the book. And uh, then your job is to hopefully get them to read the book. So one of the things, and this is a good book marketing tip, you know, if you get somebody to buy your book, they buy it on Amazon or something like that, or they buy it directly from you, communicate back to them. Encourage them to start reading it. Uh, give them reasons to go delve into your book and, and start to taste it and, and consume it. Because you don't get good word of mouth until people consume your book. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get word of mouth, you know, I've, I've been quoted before and I'll say it again, 80% of books are sold by word of mouth. Somebody tells somebody else, you gotta, you gotta read this book. It's really good. It's blah, blah, blah. And so on and so forth. And that's what you want. So you have to have people consume your book. So even though a lot of people don't, uh, you know, don't read a book, you know, they'll buy it, but they maybe never will read it. Your job as an author is to get them to read it, to open the book and start to consume it, point out different chapters where they should be looking at it. So I would, if, if they're buying direct from me and they've joined my email list, one of the things my email list is going to be is, here's some new, here's some more interesting content from the book. Read page 33 and learn how XXX or something like that so that people get involved in your book. They get to start to consume it because that's how you create the word of mouth for your book is that people have to read it. So you could now, now when you're, when you're out speaking or you're doing podcasts or things like that, you can encourage people to read it. Even then you can tell people, you know, uh, you know, even let's say you're being interviewed by another podcaster and, and 
you're, you're talking to them about your book and you can say, you know, it's really great. Here's some great content from the book. By the way, on page 66, there's something special. You need to read it to see it. Now, normally, I don't recommend that people, uh, when you're being interviewed, say, go see page 66. Uh, you know, you want to give them the content in your interview. But you might want to do something like that where, you know, I've covered, you know, in this podcast, it's only been 20 minutes long. I was only able to co cover four points of the 10 points that I was hoping to cover that are covered in my book. I hope that more of you will go back and to the book and find the rest of the content. You'll be glad you did something like that. You know, with a book like thousand and one ways to market your books, you know, I can do a thousand and one, uh, you know, emails <laughs> and still not be tired because I, I undercounted. Uh, so, you know, you, you make decisions like that. You want to encourage people to delve into your book. Now, Keith, I also told you a little bit about, you know, join the groups in Facebook and LinkedIn that are relevant to your subject and participate in them. Again, it's not a, a function of buy my book, buy my book, buy my book. Mm -hmm. It's more about how can I be a service to you in this group? And part of that is, you know, people in groups often ask mm -hmm. questions. Well, how do I do this? Or how do I accomplish this? And <clears throat> you get in there and you answer some of those questions. My wife is uh, a, a member of a number of chemical sensitivity uh, groups on Facebook and uh, email newsletters because she's she um, she's chemically sensitive. So uh, once in a while, and because she doesn't, she's also electronically sensitive. She doesn't do computers. So I'm the one that has to interface. So I go in and I'll say, well, my wife found this solution. And I'll share that. And, and I actually don't have a book on that subject. So, you know, I'm just there because my wife has turned to those groups on more than one occasion to try to find help for things. So uh, you'll find that people join Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, and, and other groups like that because they want to find information that they're interested in. So your first obligation is not to sell your book in those groups, but to contribute content, to contribute things to them. Going back to my theme about giving, and that's how you will receive. And so, you know, I think that's part of it. You had another question though, Keith. I think I'm holding you up on it. Uh, I would, yes, I did. And I was, I was asking, okay, I get overwhelmed easy. So, you know, I get with 1,001 ideas in my head, you know, it's spinning. So which which one would be a, a good place to start for, with your first book? I, I'm a firm believer in podcasting, both creating your own podcast. Wow. And there's a wonderful uh, service out there called Substack that will allow you to create a free podcast. It's where I have my podcast. I host it. It's where I host my newsletter. How do you spell that? Substack. S-U-B and then stack. Okay. Like a stack of books. Um, 
and that's a it's a free service and it allows you it allows you to create a free podcast as well as a newsletter uh, both of them at the same time if you want so the podcast content only goes out to those who uh, you know um, to the podcast but I, it's syndicated I, I syndicate my podcast to somewhere around 45 websites including Apple Amazon Audible, you know, Pandora, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm getting exposure and credibility from a lot of top-rated, top-ranked websites, uh, Google Play, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and the neat thing about podcasting, which I really love, is that it's your podcast is automatically syndicated to every one of those platforms. In fact, I have a course on that as well, how to syndicate your podcast. In fact, I'm going to release that book hopefully in the next couple of weeks as well. And it goes step by step into how to um, <clears throat> syndicate your podcast. That's the one thing. You want your own podcast to talk about parenting. You can do a lot of short parenting tips where the podcast is like, you know, like I have book marketing tips in my podcast that go like, two to three minutes and then boom, I'm off. There are other uh, podcast episodes where I interview somebody and it can be a half hour or an hour long. And of course this uh, birthday bash will be part, will be, uh, I will host as a podcast episode as well. And, and of course we've already gone like 33 minutes. So, you know, it, it'll be a longer episode. But I would vary the episodes. Uh, I would do short tips, you know, where you you can you can create five or six tips uh, in you know an hour or so, and then uh, space them out over the week or two weeks or whatever you want to uh, syndicate them in your podcast. Substack lets you schedule your podcast episodes. So you can schedule something. For for example, I have a podcast episode that's coming out tomorrow morning. It's already scheduled. It's already ready to go. <clears throat> but the second part of that is you want to go to uh, a place like listennotes.com where you can find, I, I don't know, several million podcasts and you can you can search for them by their subject area. It's listennotes.com. And it's a wonderful one. And there's another one, and I'm going blank on the name of it, matchmaker.fm. Matchmaker.fm. That's a, a website where people say, I'd like to be a, a guest on podcast. Uh, here's my credibility. Here's uh, how to contact me. And you can also say, I'd like to... Uh, uh, interview people on my podcast. And mm -hmm. I'm looking for people to interview. And I found some wonderful people on matchmaker.fm to interview for my podcast. So it was it was wonderful. And the neat thing is, both listennotes.com and matchmaker.fm allow you to link back to up to 10 websites or social media accounts that you have. So it's a great way to get uh, links that Google likes, that the search engines like, that give you credibility 
for what you're doing. Now, Keith, you know, I don't know if you've created a Facebook group yet or a Facebook page about parenting, but at some point you should. The reason for that is that it increases your credibility as an authority on parenting. And, uh, you know, that's the reason for it. And, you know, the neat thing is that nowadays, Facebook allows you to post to multiple places. When you put up a post, you can post to your personal profile and you can also post to your page at the same time. John, so, this is Sarah. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry. And I, I apologize. Uh, I, I'm blind. So I used a screen reader and I was trying to oh, get in. Okay. And that was my screen reader making noise on, a, okay. on another device. <laughs> Quick question. Is there a cost associated with Listen Notes and Matchmaker FM? Because I've heard of Podmatch and and started using that one, but didn't realize yeah. that. No, these two are free. Uh, <laughs> Matchmaker.fm uh, encourages you to upgrade. So you can do a paid version, but I've only done the free version. And, uh, you know, it allows you to create 10 links back to your social media and your websites and so on. So that's great. Plus it does, uh, you know, it, it, you know, you get a, you don't get as many people as when you pay, because when you pay, then matchmaker FM does a little bit more pushing out of your content. Mm -hmm. That's the main okay. difference. That's the difference. The but the thing is, you, you still get a lot of uh, people connecting with you anyway because they're searching for key terms and they're looking for you. Um, so listennotes.com and matchmaker.fm, they're, they're actually some of the best uh, podcast search engines you can find. Um, I think they're better than Apple uh, Podcasts for looking for it because I have found that Apple is actually not that good at uh, returning the results that you're looking for. Hmm. Maybe, maybe they've gotten better, but, uh, you know, my book marketing success podcast is available on Apple and I'll type in book marketing and Apple. I still can't find my, you know, my podcast hmm. and I'm going, wow. well, okay, there's a problem here. <laughs> you know? So, you know, that's part of what you have to think about when you're doing it. But uh, those two webs uh, websites are incredibly valuable for finding people to invite to your podcast that you want to interview and find ways to connect with them. Because even if you know of somebody who's a podcaster, Apple Podcasts doesn't make it that easy to reach out to them and right. connect with them and mm -hmm. so on. But Listen Notes and uh, Matchmaker FM, if they're on there, does make it a lot easier. So, you know, that's what I'm, I'm always looking for is that kind of connection because I like creating relationships, uh, not just, you know, having people follow me without the relationship there as well. That's great. Yeah. So, the, so they're great. They're, you know, again, substack.com, that's free. Uh, they make their money when you offer two levels on your uh, podcast or email newsletter. For example, in my book marketing success newsletter on Substack, <clears throat> I offer a free version. It goes out to everyone that's there. 
but I also offer an upgraded paid version that for $70 a year, you get extra content, you get extra uh, capabilities, interaction with me. And, you know, I think that that's valuable. Uh, you know, of the only about 1% of the people that get my free newsletter think the same, but, you know, <laughs> you, know you keep giving out good content, eventually more okay. people will subscribe. You try to give more uh, good paid content as well so that people will, uh, you know, combine with you. And, you know, that's what you want. You want to have mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Okay, great. John, I have a question. Yeah. Um, it's related to the book. And, is this, is uh, this Sarah again? Or this is this... Sarah. No, I'm so okay. sorry. Yeah, this is Sarah. Uh, and the reason why I don't have the video is because I can't tell how I'm positioned on my video camera <laughs> for tonight. So I'm well, going, I, I can't I like see you guys. But my question is, um, a CIP, cataloging and publication, um, yeah. how is that no longer available for self-publishers many, many years ago? Um, we self-published book, it was, but now we can't find I it. Don't, I don't know if it's available or not, but it's really not that important. Okay, your so an LC... Get, your book will get cataloged anyway. It, it's just a matter of it might take a uh, few more days or weeks. Um, uh -huh. So... I, when I publish books now, I, do, I, I don't pay attention to a lot of the niceties that I should be. Like, I don't send in copyright forms for everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, oh, you're telling on yourself. Okay. <laughs> well, but that's you, okay. You, you, you already have the copyright when you put the copyright yeah. notice in the book. You just yeah. get more nice legal protections. Yeah, you just, to, just to cover so, yourself. Right. Yeah. Again, for those of you who are wondering, this book is copyrighted and the forms have been sent in. <laughs> okay. There we go. There we go. But there are well, other books I've created that it's it's not important to me. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, spending the time to do all those extra little niceties to me is, you know, that's one of the things I really love about podcasting is it takes some time to set up the syndication. It takes, you know, probably three, four, five hours to set up syndicating to 40 or 50 websites. But once you've done it, your podcast is syndicated. Every episode you do, it's syndicated to those 40 or 50 websites. So it's one of the things that it's to me, one of the major reasons you should be podcasting. But the other reason is that by podcasting, you can start to create relationships with other key influencers in your area. So you can call up a, another parenting author or somebody that runs a parenting website and say, I'd love to be to interview you on my parenting. Uh, think of a great name for it. The parenting, the great name parenting podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that allows you to have credibility, to have authority and a reason for them to want to connect with you because you're going to interview them. You'll be surprised how many famous people will respond and say yes to an interview request by you. So, you know, uh, Keith, you know, I might try uh, some of the famous Hollywood uh, actresses like Jessica Alba, uh, who's a mother and, uh, you know, and other uh, potential parents that might be interested in being on your podcast. 
And then you can, of course, and hey, you know, thanks for the interview. It was wonderful. Uh, <clears throat> would you be okay if I sent you a copy of my book? <laughs> and and suddenly Jessica Alba is carrying that book around the streets of Hollywood. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, that makes a difference. Now, of course, you want somebody that's got credibility as a parent, in your case, uh, to do that. Uh, but uh, if you can find parents, celebrity parents are great people to interview. And, uh, you know, if, if you watch, uh, say, one of the celebrity websites, you can probably find out uh, which people have just become parents or have kids that are two to three years old. Is your parenting book for uh, babies, toddlers, teens? It, it begins with toddlers up to uh, people in their teens. It, it actually works best when you start with the, with children when they're young. Yeah. And uh, that way, if, you know, you build a great relationship and you build their self-worth when they're that young, and when more. they get to their teens, they're not so apt to be wild and dangerous. Yeah. You're talking about me. I was raised so well that I was a good teen. <laughs> I got a little bit more dangerous when I got into my 20s. But uh, <laughs> And my wife said, I've been working on him for 33 years, and I still got work to do. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and that's fine. I love being the challenge for her. But uh, she's been happier and happier. She's, she's, she seems to think she's seen results. <laughs> <laughs> she must. She kept you this long. Yeah. I'm not sure how much that was inertia, <laughs> how much of that was love. But uh, <laughs> she does love me. And again, today she gave me the best birthday gift ever. She said, you can be whatever you want. <laughs> And awesome. uh, th that's a great birthday gift, along yeah. with this uh, sticker that she gave me. <laughs> <laughs> John, when did you say your book on prayer is going to come out? This is Sarah again. Uh, it should come out in the next uh, week. Uh, uh, I, I have it done. It's just a matter of putting it up on uh, Amazon and and possibly Ingram Spark. Uh, oh, okay. I, sh I should find uh, somebody that can uh, do that kind of work for me because I hate that kind of work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I did use Ingram Sparks and had a few little glitches with them. Yeah. But, uh, I've had that with Ingram Spark. Yeah, I've yeah. had it with uh, Amazon because I, mm -hmm. I did agree to put somebody's book up on Amazon for him. And uh, it turned out he, he had the constitution in the background and it had letters in it and so on and so amazon rejected the cover because the letters were going off the the cut lines of the of the book hmm. and they were saying if you can't we can't use your cover because we're going to cut off the words well they weren't part of the real content they were just the background image you know hmm. but uh, try to tell amazon that uh, so anyhow, it, it it got to be a lot more work than 
than yeah. what he paid me for. So. Oh gosh, yeah, I know. Uh, and I, I've had trouble with Ingram Spark uh, also, you know, a difficulty with them in terms of uploading things for other people. So uh, I've, I've sort of, I, I've decided again, I'm swearing off of that. Uh, and maybe I'll try to find somebody that can do it for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> Save you that stress and headache. That's, right? that's what yeah. I love, you know, it's like most writers, you know, I love writing books. I love creating content. I hate a lot of the details. Like I hate yeah. doing taxes. I'm, I'm thinking of uh, not doing taxes anymore. No, I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Not on your 75th. You did not say that. No, no, no. I did not say that. You did not say that. I will no, do my no. taxes. No. Uh, well, I, I was going to ask. And, you. and I'm actually happy to pay taxes because that means I was successful that year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is a good thing. That's a good thing. That's absolutely a good thing. Well, for me, uh, one of the things with my book is because I'm blind, I need to make sure that it's accessible. And the challenge I'm having with is trying to connect with the Kindle people because uh, the book is in an ebook form, but it's not the text to speech. And I'm having the toughest time trying to find someone who can go into the book, the back end to convert it to text to speech. And because uh, Amazon keeps that. saying that it's not text to speech, but I keep saying, where is it? So I know how to fix it. When you upload the Kindle book, one of the things I believe one of the options is to choose uh, to publish it to text-to-speech? Well, the person who did that for me said that that's what they did, but it's not text-to-speech uh, because I'm, I am I use it all the time and, and I'm having problems because of, uh, you know, the accessibility. So, well, and I, I can't uh, get that answer, so. Okay. Uh, is your book on Kindle Unlimited? Mm. I'm not sure when you say Kindle Unlimited. I think it's just you, you, Kindle. Again, you have to choose to, to put it on Kindle Unlimited. And for those who are listening, I would encourage you at this point to put your book on Kindle Unlimited. What's the difference between the two? Kindle Unlimited means that I can go – I'm a member of Kim, Kindle Unlimited. Uh, you, you pay for it as an Amazon user. And I, oh, I, bought, I bought it for three months. And what it allows me to do is go in and read a book for free, basically. And you get paid for every page I read. Not much. <laughs> not not much, but it's <laughs> a little bit. There's one oh. guy that's making three or $4,000 a month just on Kindle Unlimited, people reading his book, tasting it, testing it out. Oh, and really? what it does is it allows, it allows a person to consume the entire book if they want to, and then they can decide, okay, I want to buy the print book and have it in my library or something like that. But it, it allows them to read the book without buying it, which is kind of neat because uh, it allows me, like when somebody uh, emails me and they say, you know, my book is up on Amazon now, if I can go in and read it, like I read a woman's children's book on Kindle Unlimited. It was a great children's book. It was about the three little pigs and the retelling of it. It was wonderful. I gave it a great review, and I read the entire thing on Kindle Unlimited. So I didn't have to pay to uh, you know, or buy the book in order to give her a good review because I read it on Kindle Unlimited. 
she makes the money anyway through Kindle Unlimited, but I uh, got it basically for free so that I could give her a good review. She had wonderful illustrations, and it's a great retelling of the story because it turns out the wolf is actually good. He's trying to help the pigs. <laughs> wow. So He's just trying to return a ring that their mother lost. And so he keeps coming up to their house and saying, I want to return this ring. And they're going, ah, it's a big bad wolf, big bad wolf. And it, it turns out at the end they become friends and they have dinner together and things like that. And their grandmother, the pig's grandmother gets her ring back and everything's happy at the end. I think it's a wonderful retelling and the illustrations are just wonderful, gorgeous. Mm. Wow. Kindle Unlimited. So if it's currently under Kindle, I can go in the back end and try to switch you, you, that? You should be able to, yes. To make it available and for Kindle. Obviously, <laughs> you know, you being blind, you can't do that, but hopefully you have a friend. Yeah, no, no, I, I'll, I'll find someone, um, you know, yeah. that, that can navigate that as well. Okay. Okay. It's it's tough for people. People often get stuck with the back back end things mm -hmm. of Ingram Spark and and Amazon and so on. Uh, so I understand that, that sometimes you just need extra help. Mm -hmm. Keith, you had a question. Uh, I had a uh, comments uh, on that Kindle uh, Select I, un, or unlimited. Unlimited. That opens it up also to a lot of other countries around the world when you join that. So I did that. Um, also, it, Kindle uh, Select and Kindle Unlimited are, are different. Oh, okay. But uh, Kindle Unlimited does allow uh, people to read your book. And I think it's a great service. And, you know, the one author that I, I am aware of is making good money just from that. I'll have to check that out. And then on the on the doing the technical stuff, there's a, a website. And I haven't used them because they're they want more money and I can afford. I don't think they're very far out of line. It's called bookbaby.com. And oh, yeah. they, they do editing, they'll they'll do all the formatting for your book to get it on Amazon, and then they mm -hmm. put it on a bunch of other places too. So yeah, I'll, I'll have to talk to them. Uh, Bookbaby.com? Bookbaby.com. It allows you to, to publish, and, and they have uh, different promotional tools as well. Uh, they're good people there, so uh, hmm. that, that might be an alternative mm -hmm. for you. And, and they would okay. also, I think they also can put you on Ingram Spark. Well, what if you've already got it? I wonder, could you just purchase the technical expertise to that, go I don't that know. back in. Yeah. I'll, I'll go to the website. Though. You'd That's, have to ask them. Yeah. But. Yeah. I'll, I'll check that out. Cause that would be a, another great service. Cause gosh, it is a lot to navigate. I'm thinking even if I were sighted in doing the yeah. back. End. Yeah. It, it's one of those things. And it, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, me not liking to do taxes, you know, even if you hire an accountant, which I always do, you still got to prepare all this junk for them. <laughs> mm -hmm. okay. And, uh, you know, part of that means that you have to have kept up entering mm -hmm. your checks into your accounting system. And I'm about five months behind. So <laughs> I got work to do in the next month. Uh, 
and my wife keeps nagging me and and I I kept you know before we moved we had we moved in May and that screwed up everything for me uh, and so I, I'm still trying to catch up with that move you know um, but uh, so I have to catch up with the accounting now so that's the only thing that will uh, keep me from not putting the book of prayer up this week. I'll definitely get it up on Amazon. I'll, I'll look to see about Ingram Spark. Okay, great. And I, I don't want to hog the questions. Anybody else have one? I have one more question. Go ahead. Until okay. they stand up for themselves. <laughs> it's you. Okay. All right. If, I mention uh, in in my book different prominent advertisers, let's say uh, Adobe or let's say the screen reader that I'm using. Uh, yeah. uh, is that a good way to approach that company to maybe purchase in bulk? It, my, it if it I if I mention it in, in in the front cover, you know, holding this yes. is a company, da da da, that sort of thing. Yes, it is one of the ways to do it. Now, if you look, if you bought any of the recent editions of my thousand and one ways to market your books, you see that I have contributors in the book. <clears throat> Each of those have paid me over a thousand dollars to be featured in the book. They contribute a useful article, plus they get a, a credit line, uh, giving them value. And I, I approached them ahead of time and said, "Look, do you want to be featured in my book? Here's the criteria." You have to write a good article. The better the article, the greater your credibility, your authority, et cetera. So I get good content and I get paid so that literally uh, the last few editions of my book, I haven't had to pay for the printing because it was paid for by the advertisers. Hmm. And do so you the, have just a special page? On the, book, uh, the cost of goods on the book was essentially zero. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty cool. Do you have a whole contributor page or something? Like an acknowledgement page of No, the, they're, you, they're, they're actually they just mentioned integrated, they have, they're integrated into the book oh, with okay. uh, uh two two pages or so I think in one or one or two cases it might have been three pages where they had an article and then they had their credit line and a little mm -hmm. self picture about what they do. Um and that's in, integrated into the book. Plus, uh -huh. they're, they're featured in the index for the same index, reason. Right. Uh, okay. not, not only the index, but the table of contents. Okay. Okay. That's an idea. So it, it's, a, it's a cool way to do it. And you could have, before you wrote your book, have approached them. Or if you republish the book, do a second edition at mm -hmm. some point. You and that's what some mm -hmm. of these people mm -hmm. and say, look, would you like to be have an ad in my book or something like that? Yeah. And that's what it would that's what we're thinking and, about updating and it. You'd be surprised, you know, that you might get uh, mm -hmm. a number of them going, Yes, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ready. Great. Yeah. Hi. Uh, I um, want to ask you I have a free ebook that I'm offering. Can I put a message in the chat? Yes. Okay. Here it goes. <laughs> There it is. The chat is blinking. Okay. I oh. send it to everyone. Okay, great. Wow, you did that. You're a fast typist. What what did you type? 
Unfortunately, oh, I, I it didn't. It, it didn't read it. Normally, it does, but it didn't read it this time. So, tell me, what uh, did you? Shall do? I read it then? Mm -hmm. Nature, it nature poem, poems for a new dawn, a short ebook for poetry lovers, packed with witty and mystical poetry. You can't mm -hmm. read on your phone. Oh, you can read on your phone wherever you go. Receive oh. your free downloadable ebook today when you join my poetry email newsletter. Click here, and it's a clickable link, at wow. least for you know for yeah. those of you mm -hmm. here. That can click the chat box. Okay, that's nice. And well, uh, you can just copy the whole thing, and then later make the link. Yeah, the link. To the and, and Freddie, because you did that and shared that, I will go and uh, when I post this in my uh, um, podcast, I'll uh, include your statement. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. nice. So any of any of you other ones who want to put something in the chat for that reason, you're welcome to, to do it. If you have a free giveaway or if you plan to give away a free parenting playlist or a Washington playlist or Tricia, what's your book about? Tricia Gardella? Oh, me? Yeah, I thought you said Fisher. Oh, I write no. picture books. <laughs> so oh, cool! I'm in a different world. It's a good world to be in. I like it. Do you illustrate them too, or do you hire no. illustrators? I hire illustrators. Okay. <clears throat> I have one friend that teaches a course on how to illustrate your books yourself using AI. No. Uh, and and I, I bought his course. It was like seven dollars, so I bought it. And then I tried the tried the program, and boy, I couldn't make it do what I wanted it to do. It was absolutely worthless. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was frustrating. Um, I, I think it's you know I was looking at it to possibly illustrate a graphic novel. Because I have a short story that I wanted to turn into a graphic novel, but uh, it didn't work uh, for me. It, some of it's very pretty, but I think it ruins a picture book for me. Yeah, and, and you know, part of the value of a picture book, I mean, most librarians and bookstores will judge a picture book by 50% author, 50% you know, the illustrator and do I like that's what they're funny. doing? And uh, <clears throat> that's why if you're doing a picture book, you, you need to hire a professional. And the neat thing on on places like Fiverr, you can actually find people uh, pretty well. That's Fiverr.com, 5RR.com. You didn't like them? Uh <laughs> You you can find good people there, but it's you know again it's it's one of those challenges you know because I know people who have gotten great book cover designs out of Fiverr. and I know people that have had problems too major problems yes and, and so that's why and, and then there's several other websites like that that are probably better and I'm going blank on them right now. You could try the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. If you go to um, meetings, you'll meet illustrators there. That's what I would suggest. Okay, and you can download a free copy of Explore Vancouver, Washington at that link. 
that uh, Patty just shared with us. That's Patty's book. Yeah, I just looked at it. It's a, it's a great okay. book. You know, if you live, you know, if you're planning to travel to Portland, make sure you go across the river to Vancouver because they, they don't have all the Antifa and they have great things to do there. Ooh. It's a little bit safer, isn't it, Patty? Yep. Uh oh, you're you're. Uh, you don't have your audio on. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I muted it. Yeah. So yeah, it's um. So a lot of people think that you know Portland was after, or was before Vancouver, but Vancouver was actually a lot. We were here like 30, 40 years before. Portland was ever put together so and also before Vancouver BC where you know but but then any but I, now that I'm talking I do have a question so okay what what do you do when you have one book that's in one type of area but you want to do a like a fiction book or you want to do different kinds of books and yet you still have to keep uh, marketing you know your first book your other books but you you need to kind of also switch gears to go for in another direction as well. Well, you have a couple options there. One is you create a catch-all website so that no matter what kind of book you write, the people that come to your website would be interested or whatever. You know, I, I have a hobby website. I call it called My Incredible Website. I, I originally, when I was writing A Thousand and One Ways, I kept wanting to refer to well, your personal website, you know, or your website, and you know, let's say my incredible website. I said, well, that's a that's a pretty good URL. I think I'll get it, and it was available, so I got it, and it has a lot of content. I put a lot of my catch-all or things that I do that are different than book marketing, because you know, book marketing success. Obviously, I'm going to talk mainly about marketing, publicity, writing, things like that. So my incredible website is where I put my uh, prayer work um, and and any other sort of oddball thing that I do because I do a lot of oddball things. I you know I have about seventy or eighty books in the works, so uh, including quote books. I, I have about oh I think around forty quote books collections of quotes on different themes. One is travel, one is food, one is acting, music, politics, um, success. And then a lot of them sort of theme ones like Thanksgiving and things like that. So there's a whole bunch of them that uh, I really haven't released most of them yet because I keep adding to them. But uh, I have released a few of them. One of them is the Art of Living. It's on Amazon, and it, and it's quotes from artists and and writers. So it's it's a neat one. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, if you're doing a lot of different topics, you have to think about that because even with my new website, Book Author Authority, I realized that okay, I've got the prayer book. I, I created the uh, new playlist on romantic travel destinations. So suddenly 
the 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 website is becoming more than just about authority but there the the there each of those is an example of how to create authority so one of the reasons i'm creating the how to pray course is to help to uh, extend my credibility as somebody who can talk about prayer and the same with the romantic travel destinations it was an example of how to create authority by creating a playlist. But it also, you know, I have a, a, a book about love uh, quotations and I have a book about, uh, you know, the 500 words about romance and love. So, you know, I've got several books to sell, so I'm, I'm a romance author. <laughs> <laughs> but not, not a novelist yet. Um, right. But so you sort of have to, you know, generally speaking, I tell people stick to one thing and do it well and keep doing it. But I, I'm a bad example of that because I have all these different interests and I want to write about them all and I want to talk about them all and things like that. So one of the things I'm doing with the bookauthorauthority.com website is the whole idea of how you can create authority in multiple fields by writing books, creating playlists, creating courses, things like that. So uh, I'm going to be my own example mm -hmm. you know, of how to do that and become an authority in, in multiple areas. So um, that's probably the one key argument for having a website that's built around your name. Right, yeah. Because so. then, uh, you know, you can write about anything. If you have a book like book, you know, a website like bookmarketingbestsellers.com, you really can only talk about books. So okay. I can talk about writing, marketing, publicizing, online marketing. So I, I got some variety there, but I really can't talk about mm -hmm. prayer or travel or romance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, that, that's I have a, to leave. I have I to leave, too. but I want to wish you a happy, happy, happy birthday. And thanks for yeah. this call. So Absolutely. Yeah. And John, just, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say the same thing. I have to go too. So, Well, John, in parting, uh, I want to wish you a wonderful 75. And God knows, just let him keep adding to all those years, many, 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 many more. And uh, yes. the last thing I want to add is when you are ready to start interviewing for your prayer book, call me because the power of prayer is what led me to do all of my books. And I can definitely love to be able to talk about it. Oh, cool. I believe in it. It isn't definitely, it works. Yeah. Okay. Have a blessed one. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank and, you. Uh, so birthday. this is really, uh, you know, a good time to, you know, we've been live for, Six, uh, an hour and 15 minutes because we started a little bit early and Keith and I were live. The rest of you weren't live yet, but now you are. So I'll, I'll take one or two last questions if anybody has one. Otherwise, this has been fun. I really enjoyed the people that showed up. Um, and I'm glad you were able to make it. And happy birthday to me. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So uh, we'll stop it at this time. Uh, I'll stop the streaming. I think I can. Yep, stop streaming. And then I can stop recording.